Hey, Jen Banks here. This is the podcast A is for Adversity, and I'm going to talk about being more intentional about our thoughts and our goals so we can make our lives happen instead of letting life happen to us. This is episode number 26, Yummy. The sponsor for this episode is The Rustic Touch. A piece of her work that I plan to have in my kitchen is a sign that says, Keep your fork. This means that the best is yet to come. There's dessert on its way. My disclaimer for this episode comes in the form of a quote from the book Mayhem in High Heels. I'm not exactly what you'd call a health nut. I'm more of a chocolate toffee-covered macadamia nut on top of a mound of ice cream served with a brownie. (laughs) It's only been recently that I've felt a drive to become more healthy. I hired a personal fitness coach, Kayla Potter, whom I highly recommend. She'll also be on the podcast next season. But it's a work in progress, and my thoughts and beliefs are always changing. But what I've prepared for you in this episode is how I feel now. <laughs> my plan is to go through the different food groups and touch on each one. So of course, fats and oils, eat dessert first, right? I'm sure you've heard the quote about how there were women on the Titanic who probably passed up desserts. <sighs> I'm working on my sugar addiction. <laughs> Me working on it started on my mission. A companion and I decided to pray for no desserts. (laughs) If you think about missionaries eating in people's homes, to the people, every time they have the missionaries, it's a celebration. But to the missionaries, they have dinner every night in someone's home. So you can imagine all the elaborate desserts and gaining weight quickly. (laughs) I like to think of dessert as the exclamation point to my dinner sentence. It seems I have to have something sweet in my mouth after I eat a meal, whether it's a small jelly bean or a piece of chocolate. The size doesn't necessarily matter. I just love that sweet taste. It's interesting to think about whether we're moderators or abstainers when it comes to desserts. While I've been able to abstain at times, I don't think that I could or want to for the rest of my life. I'd rather be a moderator. (laughs) And in my brain, if I have one dessert per day for the rest of my life, I'll never run out of desserts to try, or even if I do repeats, I'll get the same enjoyment. But moderation is the key. It's important to keep promises to ourselves. One of my New Year's resolutions this year is to set boundaries and stick to them. If I say I'm going to be done eating a certain thing, I'm going to be done. This is part of bridling our passions and following the word of wisdom. I'm coming to realize that thought work is really related to nutrition work. If we're more intentional about what we eat and put into our bodies, we'll be more in control instead of at the effect of. It's a good reminder that food does not equal happiness. Food is just the circumstance. And I've found, too, that nostalgia is a lot of it. I eat something because of how I believe it will make me feel, when really I'm just remembering an experience or an occasion. It's funny to be a Mormon because we don't drink alcoholic beverages, so food often becomes our default means of celebration. (laughs) Potlucks and desserts and recipe nights. All good things, but again, in moderation. One more thing before I move on to the next category is we cannot hate ourselves skinny. We have to be comfortable with who we are before we can move on and become who we want to be. Even if we make mistakes and slip up, it's more about living the lifestyle. 
Grit and willpower will eventually run out, but if we've created these habits and stick to them, it will become a lifestyle over time. Okay, next is grains. One of my favorite quotes is, give up carbs over my bread body. (sighs) Jodi Moore had a guest on her podcast who was into Weight Watchers for a while, and then she developed her own nutrition program after some time. I remember a story she shared where she'll often go to lunch or dinner with other women for a meeting or just a girl's night, and she'll watch women push the bread basket away so that they don't keep going back for more. This goes back to what I said about keeping promises. If you say you're only going to have one, then you stick to it. If you're going to have two, you stick to it. Or if you decide you're done, you're done. It's as if those women couldn't trust themselves with that temptation. Kayla's teaching me about macros, and I'm understanding them for the first time, though I never really looked into them before. And carbs really do play a huge role in our diet and nutrition. It's best to eat complex carbs like whole wheat, but carbs give us energy. They also help our bodies recover from workouts or prepare for workouts. A diet that includes carbs in moderation is a diet for me. Next up is fruits and veggies. Jim Davis said, vegetables are a must on a diet. I suggest zucchini bread, carrot cake, and pumpkin pie. (laughs) Did I say that seriously enough for you? (laughs) I love it. No, but really, veggies get a bad rap. There's all those cartoons where children are sticking up their noses, and for some reason, green foods seem to create an aversion in young children. (laughs) But you'd be surprised. As mothers, I feel like we're or parents, I should say, we're the example. We are the ones who provide meals for our children, and if we incorporate veggies, they'll be more likely to eat veggies. Who knew? Since working with Kayla, I've incorporated more vegetables into my meals, including spinach with my eggs. I really enjoy that breakfast, and I can hardly taste the spinach, and so now Rowan asks for spinach with his eggs. It just kind of seems to happen, because that's what mommy's doing. If we can avoid creating a bad connotation of veggies in the lives of our children, that might work. Who knows? It also might not. Children have their own personalities for sure, but it's worth a try. It's unfortunate because I feel like junk food messes with my taste buds, and if I am used to eating junk food, then fruits and veggies don't taste as good, and vice versa. Also, the interesting thing is moderation in all things, even fruit. If you eat too much fruit... That's just going to increase your sugar intake, your carbs, because fruit are carbs. I've also been thinking recently about evolution and how our lives have become so sedentary. Working at computers, sitting in a desk all day. It's as if we have to retrain ourselves to be healthy. I think of cavemen or our earlier ancestors and how they lived very close to the earth. All they could do was to hunt and harvest and fish. There were no processed foods. While it's a lot more convenient to eat those quick meals, it does us a disservice in the long run. My favorite is convenience foods that are still healthy, such as a portable container of tuna that comes with a fork, or those steamable produce bags. You just poke them, throw them in the microwave, and there you go. It's interesting to work at a grocery store and see what people come through the lines and buy. Even for employees, it's tempting to just Buy the good things that you see people come through with. 
but just because we can doesn't mean we should. Limits are so important. We have all this food at our fingertips, but that doesn't mean we should consume it all. I feel like I'm sort of talking out loud here, so this is definitely a discovery process for myself, probably more than it is for you a learning process. But thanks for listening anyway. Protein. Something else I've learned from Kayla is to make sure our snacks include protein. There's a recipe I have for energy bites that my sister gave me, and I really love them. So I'm going to read you this recipe. Either pause it as I tell it to you, or re-listen to this part so that you can copy it down, because it is a must-try. I usually do half-batch, but I'll tell you the full-batch recipe. Two cups oats. I usually use the quick oats. One cup ground flaxseed. Two tablespoons chia seeds. One cup unsweetened shredded coconut, two-thirds cup semi-sweet mini chocolate chips, two-thirds cup honey, one cup peanut butter, one teaspoon vanilla. You start by mixing all the dry ingredients together, and then you add the honey, peanut butter, and vanilla. You mix it together using your hands, is easiest, and you refrigerate for 30 to 60 minutes and roll into bite-sized balls. Store in the refrigerator. These are similar to the protein balls that Kodiak cakes make, but I feel like Kodiak cakes are a little bit dry with their energy bites. I've also substituted other things as these are very versatile. My favorite is putting miniature M&Ms instead of mini chocolate chips. (laughs) You could also add some dried fruit or nuts. Possibilities are endless. Other good protein snacks are a string cheese or tuna like I mentioned. It's interesting because a lot of proteins also contain a lot of fat so it's best to look for lean proteins. When life gives you lemons ask for something a little higher in protein. (laughs) My favorite is looking at a macro chart or a cheat sheet. This one that I'm looking at right now has a few overlaps. Well I guess that's probably what most of them do. So there's a carbohydrate section, a protein section, and a fat section. So you can see just the carbohydrates, and then the ones that are carbohydrates and proteins, the ones that are proteins and fats, and then the ones that are just fats. And I feel like that's helpful to getting lean proteins and to decrease fat in your diet. And finally, dairy. Substitutes for a healthy diet include zucchini for noodles, carrots for chips, Instead of milk, coconut milk. Instead of rice, cauliflower. Butter, sadness. Sugar, a broken heart. Cheese, nope. Coffee, this is stupid and I'm not doing it. That was a meme I saw that I really loved. And while I don't drink coffee, the rest is so applicable. (laughs) Kayla's program started with an elimination diet, and so I could only eat the things that were on a certain list she gave me. I was fine for a while without chocolate. Fine without processed sugars, but if butter wasn't on that list, I don't know if I could have done it. True love is like butter. There are no substitutions. (laughs) Anyway, kind of a sidetrack for dairy, but milk, that's dairy, right? Milk and cookies? You can't separate those two. (laughs) Milk, mm, milk, chocolate, (sighs) and ice cream. Oh yeah, ice cream's dairy too, right? Love it. The last thing I will share today is it's important to 
talk to our kids in healthy ways about food and exercise. I recently saw a page that I hadn't heard of on Instagram, and it's called Feeding Littles. She goes through several examples of how to talk to your kids about food and exercise and using weight-neutral phrases. She also has a postpartum one that's really good. I'll just share one or two examples because I know I'm getting kind of (laughs) long-winded. Instead of, we have to go for a walk because I can't fit in my clothes, try, let's go for a walk and get some fresh air. Instead of, I'm going to be bad and order a burger for lunch, say, a burger sounds really good to me right now. Using phrases like that will help instill a healthy mindset around food for your children. I didn't even think to find a weekly wisdom for you, but... Hopefully you found something wise in something I've said today. (laughs) Please share this podcast and I will talk to you again soon. Bye. Have a yummy week.